What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Let's get to it. It is time for the often duplicated, never replicated, the most critically acclaimed segment here on News and Views brought to you by Alabama's most trusted journalist who was both conceived and will die on a radio station couch. It's the seven things you should be talking about today. The seven things you should be talking about today. Number seven. Does Section 230 protect the algorithm. This is a question the Supreme Court is struggling with, and I actually want this whole thing to blow up. I'll be honest with you. Google is in court. They own YouTube, and a young lady was killed by an ISIS terrorist who was radicalized on their platform. They're suing because their algorithm fed him the stuff that radicalized him. They're saying, no, 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 we're not liable. Section 230. But if you create an algorithm, you are monitoring and distributing content. 230 shouldn't apply. It's time to rewrite 230. We're in a new world. There's a new problem. This question could play a big answer uh, or a big role in all of this. In the world of big tech, conservatives want an open battlefield. Liberals want censorship. This could turn it all on its head. Uh, the Section 230 is outdated. Hopefully, we get some sort of fix. It shouldn't be coming through the Supreme Court, though. Number six. Uh, the Justice Department is showing itself to be a very, very, very precarious battleground uh, for pro-lifers because they're going hard at them. If you blow up a pregnancy crisis center, or crisis pregnancy center, excuse me, no big deal. We'll, we'll look into it maybe if we can get some time and things like that. But if you stand in the doorway of an abortion clinic, boy, oh boy, they're going to get you. They indicted eight pro-lifers under the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Uh, for an incident that took place in uh, Michigan in 2020, they were charged with engaging in a civil rights conspiracy. Felonies. Yeah, they're looking at 11 years in prison and up to $350,000 in fines because they stood in the doorway. I mean, this is just insane, especially since the DOJ is disinterested in all sorts of other things uh, that the pro-abortion side does. Very interesting to see this. Watch out. Number five. The Alabama Sheriff's Association has met for their winter technology conference. Who knew there was such a thing? No idea. Uh, but they were there griping uh, about how they were going to lose revenue uh, from pistol permits. And, yeah, that's true. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. When you, you tell people you don't have to get a permit to recognize your Second Amendment, they will not do that. They've lost a lot of money. We were told it was all about safety, but we're learning more and more it was just about money. Executive Director Jimmy Lambert said we went from somewhere in the neighborhood of 14 to 15 million to somewhere statewide of five to six million dollars. It's a devastating hit 
Meanwhile, Alabama has a budget surplus of $1.5 to $2.7 billion and is about to receive some more money from the federal government. Uh, Governor Kay Ivey and the legislature have both noted that they are working on this. Grants have been issued. State Senator Arthur Orr said help is on the way. What are we complaining about again? Number four. Uh, Joe Biden will not sign off on Space Command coming to Huntsville, I think because he thinks it means we're welcoming aliens to invade. It's Joe Biden, he's not very smart or with it. Uh, the decision to put Space Command in Huntsville is apparently still not finalized. Secretary of the Air Force Frank Kendall must make the decision, but U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville, Republican of Auburn, says he thinks it'll never happen without a sign-off from President Joe Biden. Just tell him that it's money for Ukraine and he'll sign off on it, I'm sure. Uh, Colorado is still fighting the decision, claiming numerous things which have been debunked. They've claimed that it's political, even though it's not. The decision was based on public data, community and installation questionnaires, housing market surveys, and virtual and on-site visits. Uh, We have seen uh, Lloyd Austin say, hey, I'm down with this. Let's make the move. And they still haven't pulled the trigger. Tuberville said, I don't know whether it's the confrontation in Ukraine that set it back, but it should be a priority uh, because our number one adversary is China. They're playing in space. Number three. This story is odd. I don't have an answer for the question I'm about to ask you, but listen to this just real quick. The Alabama Department of Education reported that schools saw a record number of disciplinary incidents from 2021 to 2022, including two to three times as many incidents involving firearm possession, weapons use, and sexual battery. However, the data is, to be kind, inaccurate. Listen to this. One of Auburn's schools reported a homicide. But it was actually just harassment. Slight level increase, I guess. Uh, Enterprise schools reported 76 incidents involving a rifle. How many did they actually have? Hold on, let me crunch numbers. Zero. Uh, One issue is that a single incident can be reported multiple times, including parent-teacher follow-up meetings, etc. But that really doesn't tell you how you get from zero to 76 and how a harassment becomes a homicide. So these numbers are messed up. What is happening Number two. In probably the most divisive topic of the day, Alabama basketball player not charged following shooting death. Uh, Brandon Miller played yesterday, played a pivotal role in their victory, was chanting or had people chanting at him, lock him up uh, after he was involved, I would say a key player in the death of a young lady on the Tuscaloosa Strip. Uh, According to the order of events, uh, Miller's teammate Darius Miles texted Miller asking him to bring him his gun saying, I need my joint, my a, a, a N-word just got faking. And for those of you who need a translation, uh, this group of individuals are threatening me. Well, 1.40 uh, a.m. this happened. He got the gun from uh, Miller's car. Miller's whole argument I never touched it. I just delivered it there. Uh, big mess here with this whole thing, and the timeline is very questionable. Uh, two other individuals have been charged with capital murder. Legal experts say Miller will not be charged because of his lack of knowledge and intent. I look at that text and I say, how do we get to that point? And now time for the number one thing you should be talking about today. Pete Buttigieg is on personal time. Leave him alone, guys. God, don't you just hate it when reporters and other people go up to politicians and ask them questions and yell at them? I mean, good Lord. It never happened before until Pete Buttigieg was trying to take a walk yesterday. Yes, yesterday he was trying to take a walk and he got all upset because people were asking him questions. Uh, a reporter approached him on the street, asked him when he'll visit East Palestine. He said, uh, go see my previous statements, which never said anything about it. And he said he's taking some personal time and walking down the street. So the era of yelling and harassing members of the presidential administration uh, in restaurants and airports and gas stations is over. Sorry, Maxine Waters. You had four years of that, and now it stops. 
Uh, meanwhile, Trump, who is, I guess, the real president now, is visiting East Palestine. Uh, he goes and sees a crowd chanting, no more Joe. Uh, then they, he told them they were not forgotten and that he stands with them. He donated a bottle of water, cleaning supplies, MAGA hats, and even bought the crowd meals at McDonald's. No word on if they were supersized or not. Uh, he is not the president, but he beat the actual president and his entire administration to the scene of a train derailment that happened weeks ago. What an embarrassment for Joe Biden. I hope he finds out about it one day. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.